Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash petty revenge where this woman plays her boyfriend at his own game My boyfriend couldn't stop liking half-naked pictures of other women. So I posted one myself All right So my boyfriend who is 22 has started following a lot of instagram women not regular ones I don't mind those but particularly the ones in lingerie and with their butt out He's even been watching their OnlyFans. I a 21 year old woman told him it made me uncomfortable and to stop But his response was, it's just Instagram. You're doing too much. It's not that serious. And he kept doing it. Well, I posted some pictures of me in a G-string bikini, butt out and all. He saw it and started freaking out, slamming doors and yelling. He was like, ooh, you don't respect yourself. Girls who do that are hoes. That's embarrassing. I don't want my girlfriend doing that. Bro, that's weird. And he's mad, like, really mad he told me to take it down and i said no isn't this what you like to see and his response again was you're in a relationship why would you do that and i said i'm only posting what you like after i said that he started ignoring me it's been hours and honestly i don't care i don't feel bad at all for months i was uncomfortable and i asked him to stop and he couldn't so yeah now he's a victim of a crime he participates in well there you go you can't just go around liking other girls half naked pictures and then say to your girlfriend oh what you can't do that but it's entirely normal that i like other girls pictures who do do that great point from op what you clearly like this stuff what's wrong with me doing it great revenge i mean to be honest he just seems like an absolute child how can he not understand that what you're doing is exactly the same thing that he's technically encouraging very strange behavior from him and uh yeah very immature let's move on roommate stole from me so her wallet vanished back in college i had better credit than my three other roommates so i put our internet and tv under my name otherwise the deposit would have been 600 the cable company offered me a 300 visa gift card upon sign up Two months later, I called them because the gift card never arrived. They tell me they sent it a few weeks ago and eventually I'm able to find out from Visa that someone used it at the Whataburger, Target and liquor store near my house. I'm fuming because obviously one of my roommates has used it, but I don't know which one. A few weeks later, roommate number two complains that their $200 birthday gift card to Target has gone missing. His mum still had the receipt and the store was able to tell her that someone used it at the target near our house. He's obviously angry too, but we've now realized it's probably one of the other two roommates. A couple of weeks after that, roommate 3's wallet disappears. We turned the house upside down looking for it and we knew it had to be in the house because her car key is attached to her wallet and her car is parked at the house. 
She is absolutely frantic, sobbing, screaming, hyperventilating, etc. Throwing stuff everywhere and just having an absolute meltdown while tearing the house apart. We had never seen her behave like this. So we're all kind of surprised she'd be that upset about her wallet. It's stressful, sure, but I genuinely was concerned about how she was reacting. She says the gift card thief must have taken it, implying it is roommate number four, the only person who hasn't had something stolen yet. A few days after that, I found her wallet in the trunk of my car. We'd gone to get groceries together, and I guess she just laid it in the trunk while we were unloading. I'm like, holy heck, I found her wallet, and then I open it up, because I'm just excited to confirm that I did indeed find her wallet. Bam. Both stolen gift cards, front and center. No doubts. The Visa gift card has my name printed on it, and roommate number two's mum had written something in Sharpie on his gift card. I realized she had that meltdown because she was afraid we'd find out she was the thief. So I left the wallet, cash and all, right where it was, pushed up against the inner lip of the trunk so you couldn't see it unless you leaned further into the car. A locksmith wouldn't make her new keys without the title, and the title was in the glove box of her locked car. All in all, she spent about $500 replacing her DL, title, and keys. Not to mention not being able to drive her car for two weeks. I moved out of state with her wallet still in my car. I finally tossed it in the trash several months later. Sometimes the universe assists you with petty revenge. Now this is very, very good. The one thing I would say is that it is a bit of a shame that your other roommate didn't get the value of their gift card. But nonetheless, forcing your thieving roommate to pay this much money for no reason is brilliant. It really is. Simple. But really good. My guidance counselor told me I wasn't university material. And years later, I pretended not to know her. I know it doesn't sound much like revenge, but it was oh so sweet. Let me tell you. Back in high school, I struggled hard. I had a stepdad who adopted me and then ignored me my whole life, and a mum who was wrapped up in making his life perfect. Yeah, he was what some might call a textbook narcissist, with my mum as his flying monkey. Wizard of Oz reference. Anyway, school was a difficult time for me and I had a lot of anxiety and a hard time focusing. I attended all my classes and was always doing very well on my assignments, but had trouble completing them. My guidance counselor was the same all through high school and every year would start with a meeting with her and I would explain that I needed more help because I was struggling to focus. She brushed me off every time, stating that I obviously wasn't trying hard enough because I had no excuse since my stepdad, my adopted dad, was, wait for it, a social worker for the school board and personal friend of hers. Yeah, it was awful. At the end of high school, we had our obligatory meeting about what colleges slash universities or trade schools to apply to. I told her I was interested in psychology and would like to be a counselor or to teach psychology. This woman scoffed, literally scoffed at me. She said, and I quote, please do not apply to university. It would be a huge disappointment for you. You are not university material and you may be better with a community college or even certificate in administration. Now, let me say there is nothing wrong with going to community college or getting a certificate in something. Nothing at all. But this woman's words would haunt me my whole life. I wanted to pursue something I was very interested in and she essentially told me that I wasn't smart enough or capable enough to do it. Fast forward to my late 20s. I worked at a variety of small jobs here and there and became very depressed. I finally decided one day that screw it, I'm applying for university. Well, I got in and I graduated with honors. 
So I went to teachers college for another bachelor degree. Again, graduated with honors. And about five years ago, I finally finished my master's in behavioral psychology. Two years ago, my stepdad died. And who is at the visitation? My old guidance counselor. She came right over and started talking to me immediately like she knew me, like we're old friends. I cut her off and said, I'm so sorry, you must be confusing me with someone else. She looked absolutely shocked. She said, I was your guidance counselor for four years. And I just shook my head and gave the best blank look I could give. I shrugged and said, sorry, I honestly don't remember you. When I left, she looked a bit confused and disappointed. I think she'd hoped for me to have all of these good memories of her, how helpful she was to me as a teen. But nope. I wanted her to feel that she was nothing to me, had zero effect. Even though she did affect me, I was not letting her know that. I felt pretty good about that. Now, although I really like this revenge, I do have to say that if I was in this situation, there is no way I would have been this calm. I would have had to say to this person, look at me now, bitch. Yeah, that's right. Look into my eyes. I am the captain now and I have exceeded all of your poxy and quite frankly, um, rude expectations of me. But you chose silence and uh, honestly, I applaud you for that because yeah, as I said, I don't think I'd have the patience to do that, but it worked out so, so well. Really good stuff. Little sister calling me a parasitic leech. Enjoy the Amish lifestyle. I'm 28 years old and live in a small town where there is a lack of jobs. I moved back in with my parents since we have a good relationship. I buy all the groceries and pay some of the bills. My little sister, who is 16, however, was not happy. She was saying that I should be a man and move out again. A few weeks ago, she started continuously calling me a freeloader and a parasitic leech. My parents are anti-tech. They're not part of a religious cult. They just avoid tech and live a simplistic life. The only modern tech they use is a laundry machine, a car, a flip phone, and a TV. They don't, however, take away our gadgets if we pay for them ourselves. When I turned 18 and was looking for my first job, I had to handwrite a resume since we didn't have a computer or a printer. It's impossible to get a job while still in high school because of the small job market in our town. Now, my little sister was lucky. I'd bought her a PC, a smartphone, and a data mobile plan even when she was a young child. Yet she was continuously calling me a parasitic leech. Eventually, my little sister's constant name calling got on my nerves and I came up with a plan. I simply canceled the data plan and repossessed all of my belongings. Now she's having the same childhood that I had. Oh, and she stopped with the name calling. Enjoy the Amish lifestyle, little sis. Yeah, uh, pretty poor from your sister. Well, she may become pretty poor without all that technology, but poor behavior from her to say that to you, despite the fact that you've given her so much stuff. Listen, if she was saying it and you weren't even making an attempt to move out or get a job or all that sort of stuff, or you never contributed to the household at 28, I'd say, yeah, maybe she's got a point, but clearly you are doing all of those things and just giving her a good life. So yeah, take it all away. You paid for it. She deserves it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Girl assumed I was hitting on her. 
gave her the same response she gave me. This was back in 08 or 09. I was in Quito, Ecuador. I was staying at a hostel and was there for just over three weeks. Less than a block away there was an Irish pub. This pub has really good bar food that wasn't on the menu of a lot of other restaurants in the area. So because of that, it was a mixed crowd. Popular with locals and backpackers because of the proximity to the hostel. I'm at the bar with some other guests from the hostel and we're expecting a few more to join us. Next to me is a bar stool and on the other side of the bar stool are two women talking. They're obviously friends. In Spanish, I asked the woman closest to me if she is using this empty chair and if it's okay if I grab it. Spanish isn't my first language, but I can still speak it clearly and confidently and I grew up speaking it since I was a kid. She says to me in Spanish with a smirk on her face that she doesn't understand me and that she doesn't speak English. I asked for the chair again in Spanish while motioning to it and she says again that she doesn't speak English. I ended up getting the chair from a high top table that was behind us that no one was using. At this point, she turns to her friend and I hear them mumble. I don't know why he's talking to me. <laughs> I hear them chuckling to themselves, assuming I was hitting on her, I guess, and that she rejected me. Cue petty revenge. Throughout the evening, I know she heard me conversing in Spanish with the bartender. So by this time, she knew I definitely spoke Spanish. The napkin dispenser is directly in front of me and she asked me, in spanish if i can hand it to her i look at her confused and i point to the napkin dispenser then look back at her and lean in a little as if i didn't hear what she said she again says that she needs napkins and if i can hand her the napkin dispenser all in spanish i look at the dispenser and then her and very clearly i say lo siento no hablo inglés I'm sorry, I don't speak English. She gives me a shocked Pikachu face and she turned bright red. And then I give her the cold shoulder. Don't flatter yourself, lady. I wasn't hitting on you. I just wanted the dang bar stool. Well, this one is just a little bit odd, really. I mean, why is asking someone a question the same as flirting with them? It's not. Let me tell you that for free. Very strange behavior. Uh, this person just does seem very entitled i'm not gonna lie so yeah it's the sort of thing that she needs to be put in her place and i think you did that very well i also don't really understand when you ask her in spanish for a chair and she replies in spanish that she doesn't understand english is that just her taking the mick you're like you were speaking in spanish and also unless your spanish is terrible which it won't be because you said you've lived in Spain. Asking someone for a chair is not that technically difficult. So I'm sure that she understood what you were saying. Just a weird interaction all round, really. Park illegally in a disabled space, learn a very expensive lesson. I have a disabled parking placard. And a few weeks ago, I went to Target to buy things I didn't need and forget the things I did. Not only were all the spaces taken, someone parked their gigantic Escalade on the line between two disabled spaces, taking up both. Wholly irritated because this happens so much, I walked around the car, no placard or disabled plate. Cue the fury of someone who has to deal with this stuff all the time and cue petty revenge. I took a picture and went inside to find the manager. When I found one, I showed her the photo and she rolled her eyes and sighed. Apparently this happens a lot at their location because it's near an affluent town with a lot of very wealthy, very entitled people. And most often it's the owners of huge SUVs and F-150s that park like jerks. She said she'd call the cops, so I decided to go back outside and hang out by the doors to watch the show. The manager joined me and we chatted while we waited for the police. The cops arrived and walked around the car, peering through the windows and running the plates. One cop took out a little book and started writing in it. They took some photos and one came over and asked if they'd make an announcement in the store to get the driver outside. 
The manager radioed someone inside and asked them to announce the make and model and plate of the car over the PA system. A few minutes later, she came charging out of the store. Middle-aged, well-dressed woman, the common Karen of North America, and already yelling at the police. As soon as she got to her car, one of the cops held up his hand to shut her up and started lecturing her. I was too far away to hear, but she stopped yelling at least. That cop spoke to her for a few minutes, and then the other cop, with the little book, handed her but two papers. She looked absolutely apoplectic. The cops came back over and spoke to the manager, telling her they ordered her to move her car, and if she didn't or cause problems in the store, to call them back and they'd tow it. They told us they gave her two tickets for each space at $500 each. Ouch. The manager thanked the police and me and went back inside. The woman stomped around a bit before getting in her car and peeling out. The cops looked at each other, then got in their cars and followed her. Pretty sure she continued to have the day she deserved. Meanwhile, I happily treated myself to some Legos for performing a public service. The beauty of this is that it wasn't just one disabled parking space this person was parked in this karen was parked in it was two and that's so good not only were they unable to understand what a disabled car parking space was or or is perhaps in the future as well who knows they'll probably do it again but they also just can't even park properly they parked over a line it's a double whammy and that person is double dumb i want to know though what lego set you got uh if you are watching or listening to this one comment down below i hope it was hmm let's think of a cool set of lego uh my dad actually does lego to be fair um he's pretty cool um well i can't right now but if you do want to hear a story about entitled people and a lego then wow look at what's just appeared on screen give that a watch or a listen down below it's also linked down below an amazing story about someone who was completely unfairly destroyed their entire lego collection gone but it was brought back click it you'll love it and i'll see you over there Small details are big surfaces, tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.